4: Listen to Locadora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching... FSR.
2: Now let's get this party started! You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. I hate that song.
0: Greetings and welcome inside hour two of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Oh! Oh! If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. That's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. That's discover.com slash match. Limitations, they do apply. Well, nearing the end of the first half here, Gonzaga and UCLA, number one versus number two. We're going to get to a big story in the NFL in a second. But it has been all zags. It is 44-25, right? now and it doesn't look like Gonzaga is letting up at all they have just shot the lights out in the first half UCLA has not been able to hit anything and this is what happens you're going to get a 20 point lead at halftime by the Zags and you know, look, people remember this team from last year. and They remember Drew Timmy, obviously. And look, this big historical game they had last year. Everybody wanted to see it again. And look, Timmy's a great, great player. And again, I've said this many times. An NBA team is going to be so happy to get him. And they'll run their offense through him because he's big. He's smart. He is terrific. But a lot of people tonight are getting their first look at Chet Holmgren. And this is a kid who really, when it comes, when it comes down to it, I think teams will default and take him number one overall if it comes down to it, because there simply is not a player like him. That's as big as he is. That's a center that can run the floor. He just had a coast-to-coast layup where it wasn't really a layup where he had to stop and back up and threw up like a running one-hander off the glass. I mean, this kid is unbelievable. He's a seven-footer. He's got to fill out, obviously, because you can you can tell he's still really, really thin. But the talent level this kid has, being able, I mean, it's like he's up and down the floor in like three steps, and, and you can't, keep up with him he's got some kind of talent level i know there there's other players in the mix you got thinking about number one overall but boy you watch him play and you see him and go my goodness if this kid's going to get a little bit bigger watching him run the there's nobody in the nba that would have his skill set be able to run like him
5: listed at seven feet tall 195 pounds Mm. My uh, family would call it lean like a greyhound. Uh, 12.8, 6.8, 3.6, the numbers shooting 70% uh, from the field. I like the fact that his name is Chet. We don't have a lot of guys named Chet running around, so that, no, that's no, good... not, no, 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 Usually, Chet. Look, I like I like unique value propositions. Yeah, I can get a
0: center that runs the floor and his name is Chet. I win. Yeah. Yeah, no, because, well, seriously, you think of someone's name as Chet. Oh, is that somebody? Oh, it's like they're like 85 years old. Like that's somebody's grandfather or No, but that's the point. It's a
5: legacy name. I'm that's sure you do, do an interview with him. He's going to talk about a, a uh. an uncle or a grandfather or a, it's a family name, right? There's a lot of Chets running around in the family. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, that's a big deal. I I watch him run the floor and I go, this is hypnotic. How, how is he able to do this? How is he able to get up and down so fast? And, no, he doesn't quite have the power of Zion Williamson when Zion is healthy, uh, but you, you see him. He's there really fast, and, like I said, that unique skill set that he has. I mean, you watch Gonzaga win in this game. They, they're telling everybody right now, uh, we're going to win the national championship this year, and I don't think we're going to lose on the way to go do it. You watch Drew Timmy just waving to the crowd as he's walking off the court at halftime. Hey, everybody, see you in a few minutes for the second half. We'll be back. I got to <laughs> We're gonna put an ass whooping on him. Ya. We got it right here. We'll see you in a few minutes. I mean, Gonzaga Start chanting is... my name like I need
5: an on-car. Whew. Like all, all sorts of rock stars, right? Uh, we know they're coming back because they haven't played this song, that song, or the other. I mean, that's kind of what he's doing here. It's like, all right, we'll, we'll see
0: in a few. Just start chanting. I mean, this is like watching one of the most talented Duke teams and you go, boy, how is Duke not going to win the, the NCAA championship this year? It's like, you watch this and go, man – how is, how is Gonzaga going to lose? I mean, UCLA is really good, and this isn't even a game right now. And, yes, any given day during the tournament, you don't know what could happen, the cold shooting day, injuries. It goes that way. But, wow, I mean, this is really impressive what Gonzaga is doing to the UCLA Bruins right no, now. No, sure. This is ugly for UCLA. UCLA Woo. at the half,
5: 27.5% from the field, just one of nine from three-point range, only three field goal att- or free throw attempts, two of three. Uh, as you, you roll through the decided rebounding advantage, just go through all the metrics. It's just uh, a beatdown uh, as you roll through. Jaquez and Juzang combining for 14 points on six of 18 shooting. You mentioned the Zion Williamson comparison. I, I, I just have to throw that out, you know, because both are rarefied errors. Uh, his combination of size, speed, and the quickness and the ability to stay healthy. So those two things really tie together so much. So hopefully a better health situation for Chet Holmgren. I really can't wait to see what kind of diet he goes on to try to bulk up a little <laughs> bit to get ready for the NBA
0: Well, you know, but that's the thing is that the NBA has changed so much, and that yes, you say okay, as a seven footer, you need to develop a lot of weight to be for the for the banging in the post. But that's not the NBA anymore. Yes, he's going to need to put on some weight because you're not going to play at seven. Oh no, I know, but that's what I mean. It's not a lot, but but it's still. I mean, if you've got a metabolism that (laughs) fast at seven
5: (laughs) at seven feet, that means you're still going to consume mass quantities. How many stories through the years of just trying to get guys to put on ten or fifteen pounds? Like, yeah, I went had 37 Big Macs. You and I, we can't look at a Big Mac without getting a half a pound added to some portion of our... our frames how many calories the posterior works for
0: me here (laughs) how many calories you have today Ten thousand. how much weight you gain? i lost a half pound oh my god keep eating what did you do i walked around (laughs) (laughs) but the nba's moved away from that so you you can be that big man that runs the floor and does things like that you know just like it's like he's gonna be a better porzingis you know with 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 a a better (laughs) offensive game i mean you don't need to look at that that, now you're slandering your own guy I, not not my hasn't been my guy in a couple oh, of years. But my for garment. a couple of years, what do you no, got? No, no, a pinata no. of that guy now. No, 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 been as soon as he leaves <laughs> the Knicks, everything. Look,
5: he can't stay healthy. This guy stinks. 100 terrible. Yes, yes. As soon as he leaves, I turn that page, man. For those I'm years, done. <laughs> he was your guy. You had wallpaper. You know, they'd say mirrors on the ceiling. No, you had posters of Porzingis. Instead, you know, now as soon as he's gone, all that's yep. ripped away. Nope. And, and not our guy. Nope, your backyard. You're gone. You're gone now. You're done. I'm sorry. You're done. I mean, uh, at some point for a holiday <laughs> gift, I gave you a Porzingis photo. You probably burned it. <laughs> no, I still have it. I have the
0: Porzingis photo. I mean, I, it was I, a I, bit. I, I, run with the bit. It was. I know, but I'm telling you, I still have it, buddy. I want you to know. Oh, you're my okay. best friend. I I'm not going to get rid of it. I still have it. It's not like I burned it. I just it thought anything. it would have been funny.
5: Uh, come, come pay a visit. We haven't uh, having a drink, and there's a singed corner
0: yeah. on the Porzingis. <laughs> no, or his face is cut out in Evan Fournier his face is put over it hey all right let's get ready is that an evan fournier photo <laughs> signed by Kristaps porzingis damn right it is it's worth exactly 150 dollars well done so uh this is where we're at now at the half gonzaga leads ucla by 20 it is some kind of performance but i'm telling you Chet holmgren Watt could be that number one overall pick uh now a very popular thing uh, phrase in the NFL. Coming off of this week now, as we get through week 11 or moving on, is that, boy, nobody's really good. And there are no great teams because we've seen teams like the Bills who we thought were really good lose, the Ravens struggling without Lamar mm-hmm. Jackson, the Chiefs are struggling, the Titans yeah, they won, who though. thought was really... No, yeah, they the did, but... Was they, the but Bears. <laughs> Yeah, but, you know, look, they they won, but they're still struggling a bit. The Titans, who we thought were really good, they struggled. They've lost some big games. The Cowboys have lost. So, oh, there's no team. That is really incorrect because what this means, it's not that there's no great teams, it's just that – we don't know who the great teams are right now. There's great teams every year. No one backs their way into a bad year in winning the Super Bowl, right? We don't look at a team and go, oh, boy, they got left. It's not like uh, you're watching the uh, the Suns run to the NBA Finals where everybody is hurt. All the- No, in the NFL, you know, you 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 beat great teams. It's just that normally by Thanksgiving, we kind of know who the true upper echelon teams are, right? We know who they are at this point, and we look for them to get into the final month of the season and this is where they hit cruise control, they, they gut their way through games, you're getting home field, you're winning, you're clinching your division, and you're getting ready for the playoffs, right? That, that's kind of what we're at right now. But that's not the case because there's many teams that you can say, and this is the NFL this year, they could go to the Super Bowl, they could miss the playoffs. Like, you could say that about a lot of teams, and it would be true. You could say about the Patriots. Patriots go to the Super Bowl. They could also miss the playoffs. Same thing with the Bills. You could say it with the Ravens and the Bengals. And I I think the Colts might wind up winning the South over the Titans. The Chiefs could win the Super Bowl. They could also miss the playoffs. Same thing with the Cowboys. Uh, You know, you you got a couple of teams in the NFC that have a big enough lead. They're going to make the playoffs, but... Yeah, we just don't know who they are yet and it's going to be a couple more weeks, but by the time we get down to it and there's two or three weeks left in the season, we're going to know who the great teams are. There will be the great teams in the NFC that the Super Bowl will go through and there will be the great teams in the AFC that the Super Bowl will go We just don't know who they are. If Indianapolis wins three more games in a row and suddenly they're 9-5, guess what? Indianapolis is a great team despite the fact they're 9-5 because what they've done over the course of the past two months. Same thing would be true if, this, if the Chargers wind up winning a bunch of games in a row. If the Patriots win three more in a row suddenly the patriots are great because they've won now eight games in a row but it just is going to be a little bit more time before we know it we'll know it but usually we know right around thanksgiving now it's more going to be the first or second week of december when you get into the final two or three weeks but there will be great teams they will all be there at the end everything is fine
5: well I, i think it's the the nature of the business right it's why we have uh mvp discussions in week two I celebrate Dan Byers' pyramid uh, of the MVP race, the MVP pyramid that he puts out on his Twitter account, Uh, my partner on the I Want Your Flex podcast, uh, fantasy purposes and all. But, you know, that's part of that is just breaking it down. And we like the immediacy, right? The highs and lows. And for the NFL this year, you said, you know, there's no great teams. The other great thing you keep hearing people say is, like, we don't know anything. It's like, yeah, you do. Just they don't, teams don't win every week. Right, nobody's going undefeated. You're you're gonna have games where there's an energy, there's the potential for a letdown. It's human beings, right? Like with Tennessee losing this week to Houston. Okay, uh, you check the box saying, all right, Tennessee's the better team, but you got motivation coming off a of bye week. All of these things conspire to at some point Tennessee can't keep running at the same pace. It's a long season, and there's going to be hiccups. Now you got AJ Brown hurt, which is something that. Now informs when you're already lost, Derrick Henry, uh, the rest of your season. But you, you've got the plenty of opportunity for teams to get hot. You're mixing and matching as the season goes on because you're managing injuries probably a little differently with the extra game added in, and and certainly you've got the muddled middle here of trying to figure out. It's cannibalism, right? It's like we're talking about the the Big Ten and some of these other conferences in college football. Like some of those teams might be great, but you know what? You don't know, because it's hard to win on the road in college football, in division, and in conference. And so you drop one here, and all of a sudden you're a mediocre team. You're, you're, even if you're 9-1 or 10-1, uh, you're, you're seen as less than. It's like, all right, you didn't suddenly drop six in a row. Like We could talk about the Bears you know, losing eight straight games after bye weeks. How the hell do you do that? Right, all these other teams you, you get better when you're away. All right, we can talk about problems like that and tell you where teams are bad, dysfunctional, whatever. But in terms of greatness, no. It, it, they don't have to be great right now. You're figuring it out, right? Bill Belichick for years, September didn't matter. It just didn't. It was we're evaluating. Why? Because we didn't get to hit anybody. In training camp anymore. You're still working guys out, and then the first month is working through. Obviously, you're hoping to finish with a winning record or at least be two and two. But you're you're trying to play in November and in, in December. And I think the rest of the league is finally trying to adopt a best practice policy, and which is where we're at right now. So it makes for great sports talk, radio, great television. In all those local markets, it's the greatest thing. What are we doing this week? I don't know. Let's go to the callers. And then it's 50-50 for a segment. And I was like, you know what? we still got a lot of callers and we have no decision. Let's go to the callers again. This is what the NFL absolutely loves, this kind of scenario chaos and a lot of pundits and it's like who's your pick out of the afc and you could have 10 guys with 10 different opinions right 10 men and women that go and they've analyzed and they looked at the strength of schedule going forward and they all have different opinions this is the best of all worlds but to your point eventually some team right at the the end will suddenly look like the world beater and we all have to converge back to that because we do
0: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Yes, sir. Early in the second half. It's still not a game. Uh, Gonzaga leads UCLA 45-25, to number one versus number two. It has been all Zags, and even though nobody scored so far, uh, it's going to be tough for UCLA to eat into this 25-point lead that's kind of not who they are. Um, and this has just been ugly from the get-go as Gonzaga is serving notice that, okay, we're a little pissed how it ended last year. We thought we were the best team. You know, we're undefeated all the way through. No, no, no. We're going to make that run again this year. It's like watching Clemson play football when they had the Trevor Lawrence to Sean Watson one where they would lose one game in three years, and it's, boy, they just keep beating the crap out of everybody. That's kind of what Gonzaga reminds me of here the last couple of years.
5: Well, you always have to remember that you can rise up and uh, still be the guy that one day, right? The legend uh, isn't dead. It can still, uh, you know, as they say, blank you up every now and again. And that's what you saw even your reference to Clemson. Uh, remember, Wake Forest was in the conversation of goodness for a minute or two. Uh, how'd that work out for him? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Buzzsaw uh, oh, yeah. and, and Dabo getting it done. So as, as we look at the the landscape uh, of college basketball, it's always good when you, you've got someone who, being the chaste, right? We we celebrated it. Duke, there's North Carolina teams, and, and now we, we have Gonzaga at as the clear number one. I mean, kind of like in the football side, right? You've got Georgia, and there's just the assumption that they're going to run through. And me being who I am, I still hope for chaos, Smith. I don't know how I'm going to get it, but I'm still hoping.
0: Yeah, I know. You can always say, always, hope is there, right? You can always, chaos is always, it always comes in at the last minute and you never expect it. Well, that's football why they call it, it chaos. One, one
5: turnover away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in college buckets, hey, any given night, right? If UCLA has missed a lot of wide open jump shots,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
5: some other nights, those are going to fall. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, we got a whole different experience.
0: And I just watched Chet Holmgren dribble between his legs and around two defenders and in for a flying slam dunk. Uh, he's got 11, 6, and 4 blocks tonight. Gonzaga leads UCLA 49-25. to UCLA still looking for their first points of the second half. Uh, it has been an absolute dominance for Gonzaga. And, look, it, it might be one of those years just like last year where we knew Gonzaga is going to be there at the end, and can you beat them? You know, like I said, they, they really they remind me a lot of Clemson in college Football when they had that incredible run of talent and really a quarterback they go Watson into Lawrence and you know here they are you know they're eleven and one every year or twelve and zero and they win a national championship or they lose in the national championship uh, that's kind of Gonzaga and it's it's kind of fun to have that and it's fun seeing the the dynasty you know in the middle of nowhere you know it's on the west coast and games that people don't even get to see because they're hardly on national TV because most of their games are against teams that you don't really care to see you really want to watch Gonzaga play LMU all right great. So it's kind of the anonymous dynasty that you're still curious about. It's fun in this day and age to be able to have a little bit of mystery about a team. Because like I said, people are watching Chet Holmgren for the first time tonight, and they're going, oh, my God, this kid is unbelievable. Oh, my God, yeah. He's been, he's been really good for the first few weeks of the season. He is that good, man. Well, but it's the type
5: of game that gets people to stay up and attach to their televisions, right, on a normal Tuesday night with Gonzaga, are people tuning in nationwide? No. They'll check the box score to see if they cover the number that they bet, but otherwise they're not watching <laughs> mm-hmm. until the tournament, and then all of a sudden everything is new. So you start seeing these guys, like, and, and you mentioned Timmy. It's like, okay, well, we've seen him before. We know Tim- him. We know his, his deal. And now you add a seven-footer who
0: runs the floor, and his name
5: is Chad. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Ty, I can't believe that's the first time you've run that Timmy drop tonight. We've said Drew Timmy's name about 12 times. Where are you tonight, man?
1: Uh, you, on you know vacation what they say, already? Jay, patience is a virtue.
0: Yeah, but like I but people come to expect that now. Like when we say Timmy, they expect to hear Timmy. I mean, and they, they expect the that now. When we say Jimmy, they expect to hear Jimmy. I mean, Jimmy. they expect certain things. Sometimes it's good to wait, no? <laughs> <laughs> okay how about this if you said to me hey jay can you give me a ride to the airport and i said yeah i said great i'll be at your house to get you i know it's early in the morning i'll get you there and i don't show up you're gonna call me and go jay what happened you weren't here what do you mean i missed my flight oh well you were expecting me to come pick you up but you know i can't always do that i gotta have a little bit of mystery in there so wow. i decided to not come pick you up and give you a ride to the So airport. you're telling
1: me you're gonna compare me making you wait for jimmy for an airport ride okay okay I see. You. I'm just saying I
0: see you. It, 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 it's it's when when there's expectations, you generally have to follow through on them.
1: So, Mike, I will be calling you for the airport ride. that's what Oh, I'm I got you, right buddy.
5: <laughs> generally, I would say you know we're, we're all grown ass, grown ass men, so you know mm. find your Uber, find your whatever. <laughs> sure. But by, but by the, by the same token,
0: uh, you know, Tyshirt, I, I I would pick you up guy, thank you. Oh, that's really nice. And I would still pick you up. I was just doing that as a as a as a as a story.
1: I don't know, Jay, if I, I can mean, trust really-
0: you. Really, what I would do is you would say, can I give you ride? Right, can you give me a ride right to the airport at, at six in the morning? I would find a way to say, oh, no, I can't do that. <laughs> that I would, I would right. find a way. I am not. I would find a way to go, oh, yeah, no, that's not going to work. Yeah, no, I, I can't. I would, I would find some kind of excuse. Like, oh, I can't because that day I have to uh, sleep and make sure I'm sleeping past eight o'clock because I uh, I have a doctor's appointment for a checkup and I need to be able to check my uh, EKG rates. And if I disturb REM sleep, they say I can I can't uh, get a checked and I have to reschedule. So, yeah, no, I, I can't that day. I can't do it that. day.
1: <laughs> yeah, you know what's funny? I looked at my schedule. Act, so I'm actually sleeping at 6 a.m., so I'm actually not going to be there.
0: <laughs> no, I can't do that for you, man. No, I can't. I can't. That's always that's always the that's always the most loaded question that you could ever have for somebody when someone calls, Hey, what's up, man? Hey, what's going on? Hey, what are you doing on Sunday? And then you're going oh something else crap what do i say right what do i say because no, i don't want to get i don't want to get roped into doing something i don't want to do like you say hey do you want to come over and help me go roofing i no, i don't want well, is fun though i don't No, i don't i'm i'm, I'm, I'm 50 i don't get on roofs anyway.
5: <laughs> you know <laughs> you or never could, did before but certainly it, not at 50.
0: You know, I mean, when someone says, "What are you doing Sunday?" It's almost like it's a test. I want to see if you're really my friend. Because if you're my friend, you'll say nothing. What's going on? But if you say, "Oh, I, I might have something," why? What is it? You know, you know,
5: you're also a bad friend if you the way you phrase that coming in. Just try to ask the favor. Just ask <laughs> the favor. Hey, what's <laughs> you doing on Sunday? It's like, all right. On, on one hand, this could be really exciting. They've gotten a, a, access to some concert tickets. Maybe there's a game I wanted to go to. Maybe uh, you know the Lakers, Clippers, who you know Rams, Chargers. You know, I like, can go watch Justin Herbert. You know, take a punch better than than most people. Uh, you know, I I can do that. Or behind door number two is you're about to ask me for something, and you're going to put me out on my you know evening
0: off so yeah i'm gonna come with some reticence so just ask the question what are you doing sunday oh I, I got plans i'm jammed up oh i had an extra ticket to the lakers game oh wait what time is the game wait i might be wait, i might be able what time is the game oh you know no, i can make it i know no, no, make it no but
5: but but being a good friend and not you know with your your motives you know that get kind of dastardly you know or potentially so and cause some awkwardness you just say hey i got an extra ticket for the lakers on sunday Right. That's how you avoid any of the problems. I just solved a lot of relationship issues, you know, because yeah. now now you're just being straight to the uh, to the point.
0: Yeah. The other one, it's my favorite. And this is and, and my friends do this all the time and I can't stand it. And maybe I, I probably need new friends, new people. But when, <laughs> hey, we're going to have like, like, let's just say, hey, what do you think if we had a party? Like, let, I'm, I'm just throwing this out there. Like, hey, we're going to have a party to celebrate. You know, we're gonna have a Halloween party. Let's just say we are have a Halloween party on uh, not Halloween, but on the Saturday on the 29th. You know, and, and we invite, and then the people who respond and say, "Yeah, I think we can make it. I have to see what's going on that day." in other words oh uh, I don't know that I want to come to your party if we're not absolutely doing anything maybe we'll come by but no I, I don't like you enough to say oh you're having a party and inviting me that's very nice of you I'd, I'd love to come I can't stand that yeah, yeah yeah I think so but let me see what's going on that day oh yeah okay at that point I, whenever I say that I want to say to people yeah sorry no that, that invitation is gone now we live in a different world than we did 30 seconds ago when I invited you if you can't say yes or no and, it, then done but if you're going to say If you're going to give me the, yeah, if we're not absolutely doing anything and we want, all right, then we'll, you know, yeah, then we'll be okay. But if there's anything going on that we could potentially maybe like a little bit, we're going to do that instead and say, sorry, we can't make it.
5: Now, to be fair, occasionally you may have stuff that isn't, hasn't been put into the group calendar properly. So you really don't know until you consult other people whether you have committed to something else or your services, say, as a driver when you have teenage daughters, uh, where you've been committed somewhere else without knowing it. So saying, I don't know yet, I'll have to get back to you, to me is a perfectly acceptable answer, but I'm coming from a different frame of reference and, and a vantage point. The other part with your Halloween party scenario is, is it, is it an adult party? <laughs> Is it an adult party? Oh, yeah, it's a question that's of you know your friends and, and, and intents and you know what what the party can become.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just saying that's exactly how I turned
5: that to a whole other. You world? did, yeah, you did. I did, you did turn it there. You didn't make me feel have, any better, but you did turn it a bit. No, you did.
2: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
0: Uh, no, just really quick to finish the, the you know the roofing story because this is the, the, this. Was, <laughs> now you have a roof. No, story. no, 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 no. Because I want people to understand, I'm not meaning anything by this. Is that when? Because when I learned this lesson, when I was younger, I was hanging out with my friends one night. We were out you know, one night at a bar drinking, and my friends, hey, dude, you want to go roofing with us tomorrow? And I was like. Sure. I didn't know what it was. I thought we were going to go, like, hang out on the roof and we're going to listen to music <laughs> that, that or whatever. Sounds, no, out. that sounds
5: completely illegal and problematic. No. Are you kidding me? It was <laughs> that, actually.
0: What, what the hell? <laughs> it was. It, I thought it was, ah, oh, roofing sounds like what we're going to do. We're going to get on a roof. We're going to hang out. We're going to, all right, that sounds like fun. No, then they came and picked me up 830 in the morning and I was on a roof and I went roof and they needed a, another person for their crew. I mean, I got paid pretty well for the day, but I'm yeah, like, I was gonna say. oh, my God, I busted my ass from 830 in the morning until like 8 o'clock at night. I'm like, I am never doing that again. Oh, my God. I said, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know I'd be putting tar on a roof and doing all. We worked on, like, three houses. I'm like – for doing Buddy, that
5: again. I tell you what, you know what? <laughs> we are lucky that we get to open mouth say things, try to entertain, inform Ooh. folks uh, as part of our jobs here. But you know, I I did that for a couple of summers. That was part of you know some construction stuff that I did. Sometimes you're you're helping roof houses. Other times you're you're doing other things around the the yards, hauling you know materials and whatever. I mean, real labor. Where you're sore as hell the next day, it's like full respect for folks, and that's your vocation, that's your your family business, that's something you're part of. I mean, I I have the utmost respect. I mean, I did it for a while, and yeah, you you can make some pretty decent money, uh, but you know your body's paying the price. So uh, I I feel you, man. Mm-hmm. But those I've, those were fun days, fun I've days at the end, because you felt like you accomplished something, because you, you you finished a roof, and now you say those folks. Hopefully, <laughs> there's never a leak. And now they can watch TV or listen to the radio and hear me talk about it in great comfort.
0: (laughs) I am never doing that again. Hey, you want to do it next week? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to do it next week. I'm good. I'm good. I just spent my Friday off from work at the supermarket roofing for, for 12 hours. I'm not doing that again. No, I'm done.
5: Well, I mean, I all like someone had to do was bring some cantaloupes and whatever and you would have felt right at oh. home
0: no no look I like getting paid it was great the guy the guy paid me in cash I was like oh my god I got all this money this is great I said now I'm exhausted
5: well that you just uh unleashed a whole other benefit to I, that I got a sunburn uh, side I got hustle a, there it's like uh, I got paid in cash
0: <laughs> it was it was awful and I was it was this is this is you know almost 30 years ago now so it's okay I'm like, but it was great I got, but I'm like now I got sunburn I feel awful I'm just sore and about it was just not fun I can't even go out tonight I'm so. Tired. I just Did you have sleep? a couple of
5: Bohemian beers oh. at the end of the day?
0: Ah, I just wanted to sit on the roof with sun on our shoulders and feel like regular men. I think that's what Andy wanted to do for us that day. <laughs> Twitter at How a Fresca. Mike gets swollen dome. The Jason Smith show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Coming up next, there is one way to ruin a young quarterback, and one team is clearly intent on doing that Cleveland! in the NFL. It's <laughs> here's a hint it's not cleveland although it's not wrong it's not chicago you got any more fun drops there fun guy uh yeah i got one you want to hear it yeah go ahead (laughs) that's coming up next keep it right here jason and mike
2: fox yes sir brownies juice Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Fox
0: Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh! Nine minutes left to go, and Gonzaga misses a big free throw, so their lead over UCLA remains at 23. 67-44 right now with nine minutes left to go in the game. Uh, It has been all Gonzaga from the beginning. It has been a rout. UCLA is really good, and they look like a JV team with what Gonzaga has been doing to them so far in this game. So we'll have more on this uh, coming up in a little bit because this is really the number one team in the country serving notice that, yeah, you think you're going to beat us? You think this is going to be a year where we're not quite as good as we were last year? No, we're going to be even better, and we're going to beat the crap out of all of you because we were almost undefeated last Mm -hmm. year, and now we got to finish. So that's really the message that Gonzaga is throwing out there tonight. I
5: I really think that's the only analysis of the game that needs to be uh, done. As for UCLA, I go back to the great composer Mark Knopfler, uh, off the album "On Every Street," uh, the bug. Sometimes you're the windshield, sometimes you're the bug. <laughs> Tonight, <laughs> unlike most games, they will play for the rest of the year. UCLA, UCLA is the bug. Yep, yep. I but tell that, my girls that just yeah. breaks it right down.
0: I tell my girls that in soccer all the time, or, or in softball, when, when if there's a game that we lose, you know, pretty big, you know, we, we, we get together after the game, and I always give them the old uh, uh, the old Lawrence Taylor line. What I say, I go, "What do I say, girls? Sometimes you to hammer," and then then they jump in and say, "Sometimes you to nail." And I say, "Exactly." Tonight we were the nail. Hey, sometimes we're the hammer, but tonight we were the nail, and you know, it, it picks them up a little bit after that. But boy, this is a this is definitely a hammer nail windshield bug situation for you. D.L.A. against Gonzaga. Uh, So, again, 22-point lead for the Zags, and uh, we'll have more on this coming up in a little bit. But a big quarterback decision was made today, and I need to say this because this clearly is what I am most afraid of in the NFL. Zach Wilson's coming back for the Jets. I'm not afraid of Zach Wilson coming back. I'm glad he's coming back, Uh, and he kind of has to. He's Zach Wilson right now, though. Well, yeah, but the thing is, Mike White and Joe Flacco are both put on the COVID list because Mike White tested positive for COVID and Joe Flacco's a close contact. So Zach Wilson is back and he's ready and look, Robert Sala talked about the fact that when uh, Zach Wilson felt confident with his knee, he'd be back in the lineup and everything seems to be all systems go. The Jets need to see him. He needs to play the last seven games and he needs to show that you know, yes, you're our quarterback of the future, man. This is a very big stretch for him because if not, he turns into Sam Darnold and it's okay, he didn't flash, and he really needs to, and if a guy doesn't flash at all in his first year, is he still your answer, or are you just waiting him out so you can move on from him? Because guys, team, teams are going to get that quarterback wrong in the first round. You don't want it to be you, but right now the only team that looks like they've missed in the first round quarterback has been the Jets. So hopefully after a chance to sit back and watch, the game slows down a little bit for him. But here's my big worry, and this gets bigger than just, uh, than, than just Zach Wilson and the Jets, is that there is no easier and quicker way to ruin a quarterback and ruin him by going scheme over player right and that's what robert sala and the jets are doing why do the jets get thumped every single week they shouldn't be why do they lose why do they make bad plays why do they they give up gash yardage plays and, and tua is able to have the best game he's had in weeks because the jets you know biff coverages and he's able to throw 60 yards downfield Because the Jets and Robert Sala, this is the biggest thing. This is my biggest issue. When teams go scheme over player. Because when you go scheme over player, you ain't going to win. Because when you're trying to get players who do one thing well or certain thing well and say, no, we want you to play within our system here, that's never going to work. Unless you can get all the players in that are playing in your system and identify them you're going to get killed. Look, this is what Belichick has done for years. Why does he like this free agent so much? Player over scheme, right? This is a guy that come in and play in our scheme. We're not going to go just get a great player and say, we're going to try to fit you into the scheme we're doing. We'll get a player that fits into our scheme, or we adjust the scheme around the players when we have that certain uh, type of talent. But this is what the Jets have done. The Jets do scheme over player. The the Jets' best players are on the defensive line, but they only play 60% of the time because they believe in a rotation, and, and they can't have the same defensive line lineman out there uh, play after play. So your best players are playing 60% of the snaps on the DL, which is ridiculously stupid. And that's why the Jets defense is terrible. They're going to do the same thing with Zach Wilson. Now we've got to fit him into our city. This is the system that we're bringing over from San Francisco for our quarterback. Um, being a West Coast quarterback and do it. That's not what Zach Wilson does. Zach Wilson gets out of the pocket and he's able to make plays and he's able to throw when he gets outside the pocket. It's his unpredictability and his ability to make something out of nothing and play street ball like Brett Favre, which is what makes him a quarterback. What That's what makes him great. But the Jets say, oh, we're going to turn you into a boring quarterback where you're making your quick reads, you're throwing like this. He even said a couple weeks ago, I think I need to be more like Mike White. Now I know the Jets are ruining the kid because it's like, no, we're going to take what you do and try to make you do something else. And that's what worries me the most is that that's why the Jets are going to ruin him because they're going to make him conform to this is the offensive system we want to run. Um, you got to let Zach Wilson do his thing and you got to run the system around him. Don't tell him make the same. Let him see what it is to throw the football deep in the NFL. Okay, that's a throw I can make. That's a throw I can't make. I'm learning. I'm, you're learning. Your team stinks. Take the rest of this season and make sure that you know you have the right guy and you're allowing him to feel himself in in the NFL and know what he can do and what he can't do and what plays he can at ad lib on and what plays he needs to make his throws on. But this has been a whole thing. It's been scheme over player. And this is why the Jets stink. And this is why Zach Wilson is the only quarterback that hasn't really flashed because it's we're going to make you into this guy when your skill set is clearly not what we have planned here for the Jets.
5: Yeah, the completion percentage is, is definitely disappointing, but I can't put it all on Zach Wilson. Like, he he played pretty well against Carolina. They got a win over Tennessee, right? Maybe that's a great win. Maybe that's not. But they're one of the contenders right now. Your offensive line's trash. You're not getting guys healthy. Defensively, you give up big play after big play, as you said. uh, We're not seeing the defenders even on our television screen. Who's guarding him? Don't know. Go to the All-22. That's the only way you're going to see it. Because otherwise, they're not on the screen. Except for that fan in the uh, forty on the forty yard line who might have gotten a great shot of it uh, to show how much uh, space there was, but for Zach Wilson, I I don't know. Do you have an elite receiver on the squad? I don't know. Elijah Moore might be something, but Jamison Crowder whatever. So when Zach Wilson said I got to be more like Mike White and Sala kind of echoed the same thing. It's like all right, take what's there, right? That is wasn't that the criticism of Patrick Mahomes for ten weeks is that he kept trying to push it and you had some of those. 50-50 balls went the other way, so why not take what the defense is allowing you to to do and, and slowly but surely. It's not exciting football, but it's winning football. And who's to say the other ones are 100% right between Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, uh, the only guy right now I'm really looking at, and go, or Trey Lance, the only guy I'm looking at saying I, I know what he is, at least the, for the moment, is Mac Jones. Mm.
0: Take that. Mm. Uh, you didn't make me I'm feel better, buddy. On sunshine, I know you tried. Baby. You didn't make me feel better. You didn't. I tried, uh, buddy. Coming up next, we'll get back into a big football story and explain the unexplainable Fox.
4: I'm Vioza. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novela, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio, season nine. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen.